Hey, how you doing? My name is Jordan Morrison, and this is episode 39 of It Is What It Is. And we made it another week. There was highs, there was lows, there was everything in between, but we made it out alive. Couple bruises, couple, couple bite marks. We'll get into that later. You know, I don't want to spoil the whole thing out the jump, but it was an interesting week nonetheless. And I want to start it off by saying something that upsets liberals. That's just something I like to do. So here it is. Merry Christmas. I hope everyone out there is having a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. It's what I celebrate. And guess what? If you told me like Happy Hanukkah, if that's what you celebrate and that's what means a lot to you and you want to say that to me, I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to love it because I love that for you. And I love Christmas for me. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope you're doing it right out there. I hope you're going to be seeing your family. I'm going to be seeing my family. I'm really excited about that. Really thankful for that. And and yeah, you know, probably end the episode too with a Merry Christmas. I don't know if I'll see y'all next week. Haven't really made up my mind on what I'm going to do for uh, an episode for Christmas. But like I said, a lot went down this week and... Um, I got some interesting stories to share y'all to share with y'all is what I'm trying to say there. But in any case, um, I've been working on music and something that I love about working on music, something that means a lot to me is it reminds me of trying to perfect my craft of a swing. Like when I played baseball, working on my swing, like that was my thing, my guy. And I was pretty bad at it for a long time. Like as a kid, I was like a good kid, you know, at baseball, but like a lot of kids are good. And then when the competition got tougher, I like, I wasn't that good. And I had to put in a lot of time to get better at my craft. And I'm making a lot of parallels with music and songwriting and all that kind of stuff. Like it feels good. I can see the evolution and I can see like a better outcome. So it's, it's pretty cool. And it's nice to be able to look back on, different songs that I made and, and different, different ideas that I had and just see the evolution and growth because I, a lot of times I envision a song, like I'll, I'll, I'll be listening to something and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I, that kind of clicked a little bit. Like I, I get it. Like those are the things that I need to do. And I just totally remember being that way about my swing and about baseball. And it was, it was awesome. Like I, I enjoyed that time of my life. I'm enjoying this time of my life and it, it's nice to have something to work on. So if you're a guy and you're like not trying to perfect a craft, you're quite literally dropping the ball because it, it, it cures and it, it fills that, that void of maybe what used to be competition or maybe it used to be just like bettering yourself or whatever i'm telling you work on a craft any it could be anything try anything and and um just surprise yourself with what you're capable of because um i know that you're capable of more than you can give yourself credit for so that that's something that i've been kind of enjoying and uh kind of stewing on sitting in letting it simmer. And it's been cool. It's been cool. Um, what else happened? I, I was reflecting this weekend and I was like, Jordan, you're stuck in the same place in a lot of aspects of your life because you keep failing the same tests. And 
God or whatever you want to call it, the universal energy or again, whatever you want to call it, call it God. God keeps testing you with the same test and you keep failing that same test. And even today I failed a test in, in my anger management. And I like let, I let something get the best of me. And, um, and I don't like when I fail this test, you know, but I do think it goes a long way to be able to identify it and, and try to correct it. But really the reason I'm, I'm stuck in the same place in a lot of aspects of my life is because I keep failing that test and I'm going to work to try to better myself and pass the test and make sure that I'm not in the same spot next week or next month or next year. And to that point, that is why New Year's is the most made up holiday ever. I think it's so whack. So you're telling me you want to start the first of the year, January 1st, hungover after partying all night, after kissing some random, you're telling me that you want to go and spend three or 500 or however much money on a, on a ticket just to drink at the same bar that you always go to because you're starting the new year. Treat a month that way. Treat the new month the same way you treat a new year. Have that same energy. Come at me with the same energy. New Year's is the most made up holiday ever. It's not really even fun. I can't be sold on it, but hope y'all have a good time because it just, it really ain't for me. That's for sure. But I won't be failing any tests on New Year's, you know, because that's one test I did pass and I don't be failing that no more. I like to have a, you know, a chill, like reflective evening and wake up, feel refreshed and, and do my thing. It's cool, I guess, because you get work off maybe people. I don't know. I don't know. I just, all I do know is that January 1st is the most made up holiday ever, which a lot of holidays are made up in general, just to, just to keep us busy, preoccupied doing random crap. Same with sports. You know, I'm starting to, to recognize and feel that way. Very much like how the Romans were distracted by like what was going on in the Coliseum and things like that. And it was just to like to, to, to remind them that there's entertainment outside of their whack ass peasant lives, you know? So there's my little rant on, on some conspiracy theory shit. If I could just talk, I've been struggling all day trying to get words out. And it's because I, I, I was shook. I was rattled earlier, but earlier, I guess last week, um, it, this happened, which has never happened to me before. And it was, it was pretty wild, but let me, let me set the scene for you. I'm getting in the elevator to go to the gym, going from 17 to two. I get off on two and right when the doors open, I take one step outside of the elevator. Pitbull grabs my leg, bites me, shakes. I immediately kicked into primal mode shoved that dog off of me. I was ready to do whatever it takes so that I could keep my life. You know, I'm gonna keep it as simple as that. That's the truth. Um, this chick started freaking out like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't know what he's doing. Like she had control of that dog and I'm watching that dog. Like I'm watching him. That, that's all I could really say. I'm watching him like he had just bit me and was trying to take my life. That's how I was watching him. So I'm on the other side of the room now and I'm like, yo, what is your name? Like, 
I got to go tell the front desk that I just got bit. I got to make sure your dog is up to date on the shots and everything. So I go tell the front desk, right? I, I tell them, hey, I just got bit. You can see the holes through my pants, like where it ripped. And then it, it was bleeding, you know, because it, it punctured the skin. And the worst part was it got me right on the tattoo. And I'm super bummed about that because it, it jacked up one of my tattoos. But fast forward to them figuring out like who it was, whose dog it was and everything. The dog wasn't even supposed to be here. She doesn't even like pay pet rent or whatever, I guess. So I'm dealing with the dog bite. We don't know like if the dog has rabies or if like it's up to date on his shots or whatever. So guess what? The cops come, EMS comes, um, animal control comes, the whole works. Everybody's there. It's like a party. We're all mixing it up. I'm telling stories. They're telling stories. We're talking about dog bites. We're talking about snake bites. We're talking about every kind of bite underneath the sun. And so they're like, Hey, you got to go to the hospital and check out this dog bite. They got to, they got to make sure that you don't need like a rabies shot or whatever. So I go to the doctor and the doctor's like, hold on one second, sir. We got to run a couple tests and we'll let you know what we find. So I'm sitting there in the office. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe the dog had rabies. Maybe it didn't. But what I do know is it bit, it got a good chunk of me and it bit me. So the, the doctor, she comes back into the room and she's like, I know you suffered a dog bite. I know it's been a long day for you, but we know why that dog bit you. And it's because you also have that dog in you. And I was like, you know, like say less, baby, what's up? Um, but she was kind of older and married, but good news from the doc. You know, I got that dog and no rabies. I got no rabies in me, but I do got that dog in me. So it was nice to be cleared. So that's a big win for your boy, but it was insane to be bit by a dog. Um, you, like your primal instincts definitely kick in. It was, it was weird. Like adrenaline like that, like vision, like, like ready to, ready to rock and roll. And I hate saying that was a pit bull because my favorite dog in the whole world, she's a pit bull, Bella, shout out to Bella. Hi, Bella. Um, she's just the sweetest dog, but, um, yeah, it was a pit bull and I hate like adding to the stereotypes, but it's not a stereotype if it's true, you know, and it's not racist if it's true. And you can call me racist for saying that it was a, a pit bull, but guess who owned the pit bull? Guess what kind of person? I don't even need to say it. You know, who was, you know, who owned the pit bull that bit me envision what that person looks like. Yeah. So I survived a dog bite and I survived. I didn't say, you know, I didn't say anything racist on this podcast. So shout out to me. Um, what else, man? It was a, it was a hell of a week, you know, working on music, getting bit by a dog, realizing that I keep failing tests in life, but I'm a pass eventually. Oh, I, so I went out for some drinks this weekend, a couple different groups of friends or whatever. And I got a story for you. It's, um, it, if, if you've been in the party scene, you're going to be able to relate to this story. And, uh, if you have it, hopefully I said it set the scene for you in a, in the correct way. But I go to this bar and, um, 
there's this like there's this group of guys that I haven't haven't met. And all of these guys, like the way they're talking and the way their hands are moving at the bar late night, you know, they're like, their hands are all, all weird looking and everything. And so immediately I'm like, all right, these guys are on something a little extracurricular, you know, these guys got that little booger sugar. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to fill it out, see if I'm exactly right. But I go and I introduce myself and we start talking. And as I'm introducing myself around the circle, uh, the guy who seemed the most coked out was the last guy in the group. So I go, I shake his hand. like, Hey, what's up, man? My name's Jordan. Nice to meet you. What's your name? He's like, yeah, yeah. But what's your last name, bro? And that was the most coked out thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Because one, you don't even remember my first name. I just told you my first name and you definitely couldn't say it back to me. So what are you going to do with my last name, my guy? Why do you need that? You're never going to see me again. I'm never going to see you. Why, why are you aggressively asking for my last name in the club? We can't even hear each other. What's my first name? Tell me my first name. Tell me my first name, my guy. Just why do you need my last name? Why do you got to come at me like that with your with your with your Coke cans and your and wiping your nose and like just take my first name and run. The only person I'm giving my last name to is my wife. And I hope she's watching. I love you, baby. But yeah, you know, if you've been around that, if you know, if you know anything about that book of sugar, you know that one of dudes aggressively out of his mind, he'd be asking crazy questions like, yeah, but what's your last name, bro? Insane. Don't know what to tell you. Sorry. I mean, I told him my last name, but I'd love to get that guy sitting right here and be like, hey, man, what is my name? You asked for my last name. Did you remember it? Because I don't think he's he's remembering it. But it was a week. It was a good week. Um, it was uh, it was interesting. Hope I pass my tests next week. You know, no rabies. Got the dog in me. This is episode thirty nine. It is what it is, baby. I'm out of here. Love y'all. Later. <laughs>